Hey everybody, and welcome back to the University of North Dakota's College of Engineering and Mines podcast. I'm Becca May, your co-host, and I'm an undergraduate studying geology and environmental studies here at the University of North Dakota. I'm here today with your co-host, Keegan Sari. Hi everybody, my name is Keegan. I am a undergrad in the mechanical engineering program with a minor in mathematics. Uh, today we, we will be discussing the College of Engineering and Mines here at UND and what the College of Engineering and Mines entails uh, on campus. Yeah, so just as a quick detail, we're going to be giving the College of Engineering and Mines an introduction, just talking about some of the facts and statistics and what the CEM is all about. Then we'll be talking about some of the research and research opportunities here at the college. And then kind of what it is to be an engineering student. We're calling it the day of a student, and me and Keegan are just going to tell you what we do uh, on our average days as a engineering student. Then we're going to talk about setting up schedules, and we're going to finish it with what's it like to be a freshman engineer. So let's get started. Yeah, so the College of Engineering and Mines uh, has 12 areas of study over seven departments with several different majors, minors, and combined degrees as well as graduate programs. Our, some of our areas of study include biomedical, civil, chemical engineering, computer science, cybersecurity, data science, electrical engineering, energy systems engineering, geology and geological engineering, mechanical engineering, and petroleum engineering. So there's a few more facts about the CEM that uh, should be addressed as well. 94% of the facility hold the highest degrees on campus, which is a crazy fact. Uh, the average class size, size for the College of Engineering and Mines is, is 25, which is actually pretty low compared to the other classes on, in the university. And there's actually a 21 to 1 student to faculty ratio, which is great because there's always a professor willing to help you. Always, always. I know that anytime I needed it, I could just almost go knock on anybody's door. You kind of have to figure out the office hours, but you can just go to any of your professor's door and knock on it, and they're almost always available, which is awesome. So one thing I wanted to hit on really quick was the combined degrees that Keegan mentioned earlier. Combined degrees are degrees where you can get two different degrees. So for instance, uh, for my major, geology, I could potentially get a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in geology within five years, cutting a whole year off of the master degree program. Because typically, in order to get your master's degree, it takes about two years. And doing the combined degree, you actually shave off uh, a year of your a graduate degree. Yeah, and how this works is there's a couple classes that overlap within your undergraduate and graduate degree that can count for both. So that's how they are able to give you your undergraduate as well as graduate degree, which, you know, in this day and age, everybody's kind of looking for a master's degree moving forward. So that's something that really is interesting as well. Yeah, it's, it's really a great opportunity. And they offer it for a lot of, they offer it for geology, geological engineering. I think I saw it for civil engineering, uh, mechanical engineering. They, they do offer it for a lot of degrees, not just engineering degrees, but almost all degrees on campus. So it, that's another huge factor into deciding about UND. Yeah, so the College of Engineering and Mines on campus is composed of about four to five different buildings, um, pretty centrally located uh, around one another, uh, kind of on the edge of campus, but it's not a super far walk at all. No. Um, and. It's really great because there are plenty of lab spaces, classroom spaces, and other areas that you can go to study and or work on projects. And I think we mentioned this in our last podcast, 
But uh, the College of Engineering and Mines is all connected. Everything from the geology buildings to mechanical engineering to civil engineering, which is nice for those North Dakota winters, even though this winter has been exceptionally fantastic compared to the last uh, I wouldn't call it fantastic, but that's just me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> as, as I mentioned before, there's plenty of lab spaces. So these include a civil engineering lab, geology lab, a couple of other uh, engineering labs that are different organizations use such as SAE with their Formula One car, which is, they're doing a great job this semester having to work pretty much hybrid as well as some in person. And a couple of chemical engineering labs as well as uh, other things that include geology and, I mean, you might want to go more into that, I suppose. The, the core lab? Oh yeah, I get pretty excited about this. Um, so this kind of goes into research opportunities, as Keegan was saying, like the SAE, which is Society of American Engineers, correct? Yes. Society of American Engineers, where they get to build cars, and uh, chemical engineers get to work in research labs. But one of the things that geologists uh, sometimes have the opportunity to do is go to the core library. And the core library is actually a piece of the state of North Dakota's geological survey, um, where they keep their cores and samples of rocks that they find within the state. And this place houses 85 miles of core and 50,000 boxes of drill cuttings. So as oh somebody <laughs> as somebody who like loves rocks, you know, we we, we are simping over this. <laughs> like, seriously. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, and there's plenty of equipment on campus um, that includes patro new petroleum equipment that was just implemented within the last couple of years, as well as there's always new equipment being added to the labs, which is great. Um, for every other lab and it's a great opportunity to be able to use brand new equipment um, and in everyday hands-on labs. So let me ask you, what's your what's been your favorite lab experience so far at UND? Yeah, so my favorite lab experience has to do with, uh, in my student design course, we had to 3D model and design a, and build a drone that would fly through an obstacle course. So that was based in a computer lab most of the time, which there are plenty of those spread all throughout the College of Engineering and Mines. And we uh, we worked as a team, and there's plenty of computers that each person can have their own like design computer. And then we used the large lab spaces to finally uh, fly our drones through. Wow, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And you did that in your sophomore design class? Yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's ME 201, which is uh, your mechanical engineering sophomore design course. Yep. Wow, wow. So one thing we can further with that is kind of the hands-on experience that we get right away. Uh, as engineers here at the College of Engineering and Mines. And so I know that you have great experiences with your, like, literally as soon as you got here, you were, like, hands-on doing engineering stuff. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so freshman year, first semester, I walked in, and we had a, it's called a student design, I think it is, or I'm not sure what what it's quite called, but it's ME 101. So it's it's your introduction to design and, and development of, uh, of what a mechanical engineering does. Uh, engineering student or mechanical engineering major does. So we were tasked with, uh, you know, different small uh, tasks of 3D modeling throughout the semester. And then finally, at our final project, we were, uh, we were tasked to design a windmill for a wind tunnel test. And then we were told to build our 3D model. And then if we had to build our model a specific way, we would have had to go back and change our 3D model within the CAD design, uh, which was really great because we had hands-on experience in the lab working with woodwork, working with some metal, 
um, as well as we were able to get in those computer labs right away. And then moving on to sophomore year, we just continued that computer lab experience and then we were actually able to go in the, um, go into the labs and fine tune our parts after they were printed so that they will fit well. Wow, that does sound great. Part of my like hands-on experience and like I really feel like the geology department has truly tried to prepare me for my career. So for instance, uh, one of our pro professors is offering a MATLAB course and it's like it's a geology class, but it's it's all on MATLAB because you know, we use programs so much, like computer programs so much in a lot of engineering jobs and you don't always get the opportunity in classes to learn those those skills and so they're offering it for a one credit course here at UND for geology students and like that's one of the things I really appreciated about my department is they realized that there is new and upcoming technology that we need to learn about before we get into our to our real jobs you know and so that's one thing that really I've appreciated uh, with like hands on or experience uh, to help me with my career. Yeah, and I think it's really important to also emphasize the teamwork that goes into these labs. You're not just working on a project yourself. You have to collaborate, you have to work and uh, communicate and keep a schedule with plenty of teammates and it just prepares you for real life experience of working with an engineering team and it just really promotes that teamwork uh, development. Seriously, and like that's one of the things, I, I'm sure a lot of people, I, our, a lot of our listeners have heard that that joke that engineers are introverted. And one thing that UND does is they really work on teamwork and making you extroverted as an engineer and making sure that you can work with people and you work well with people. And that's one of the, the big things I've noticed about the CEM here at UND. Yeah, and you know, we're going to go back to class sizes just because when you're discussing working with a team, uh, you don't have to just work on the project by yourself with your team. There's always your instructor that's going to be able to help you. There's plenty of space within the labs because there's not that big of class sizes when we're, when we're discussing the class sizes of the labs. Um, you know, there's very big spaces. There's plenty of workspace to keep, uh, keep your stuff separated from all the other teams as well. Have you ever like been in a moment or in a class where you felt like there was too many students or like you, have you ever felt that way? The only time I actually felt that way was in my introductory uh, philosophy course, just because that's Oh, like I, a non-engineering yeah. course? Yeah. It, so. was, it was a non-engineering course, It was, and it was in Columbia Hall, which is one of the biggest uh, mm -hmm. lecture halls, and so it's just, you know, there was hundreds of kids in that class, but uh, I would say for, for an engineering course, I never really felt like I was outnumbered in a classroom. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree. Especially geology. There's like, there's a very select few amount of kids in the geology program. So my class sizes are pretty small. But it's really nice. It's actually amazingly nice to have a very small class size. But continuing on, uh, do you want to talk about uh, day of a student? Like what we do? Yeah. So, you know, and, and if we're going to discuss the general format of a student's day, you have the option, like I think was mentioned before last week, was that you have the choice to change, to choose your schedule. So you can choose when you want to have breaks, you can choose when you want to wake up and take your classes, because many most of the time classes are offered multiple times a day. So you can, you can choose to take the 8 a.m. class, or you can choose to take the 11 a.m. class. Uh, when you start getting up into the higher end of classes, you know, the 300, 400 level classes, there's not as many classes offered just because there's not as many students. 
But initially, you know, you don't have to wake up at 8 a.m. to go or 7.30 to go to an 8 a.m. class. You can you can try to sleep in. You can usually change your schedule to work around that. Uh, so I would say, you know, the typical student usually has a 9 a.m. class. And then usually I know most students try to space their classes out in a format that allows them to uh, have a little bit of a lunch break, but also maintaining class, stay on campus so that they're always working. It's kind of like a high school day. Uh, most small students like to do that. If you're into night classes, there are plenty of those offered as well. Um, so I would say that the typical student, they usually do, I would say, you know, classes from nine until about two to three with a lunch break in between. And then you have the whole night and most of the morning to yourself, which is great for getting caught up on schoolwork and everything. So Keegan, tell me the, the nitty gritty details of what you do in a day. Yeah, so personally, my day usually starts at about 8 a.m. just because uh, I usually take my 9 a.m. classes. So I wake up at 8 a.m., I get ready. Uh, specifically this year, I just get ready to get on Zoom. And uh, <laughs> usually usually I get ready to bundle up and go to class, but I usually just get ready to get on to Zoom, make sure I've had my morning cup of coffee, and then uh, I get on with my day. My classes, I usually try to my classes midday, so I'm usually in class from like 9 to about 1 or 2, and then I try to have lunch, and then I usually have about a lab at night that, or in the afternoon that goes from about 3 to 6 or so. So that's, that's kind of what my schedule looks like this semester specifically. And, uh, you know, I, I usually like to have my nights off. If I'm working, you know, I have plenty of time to go to work and get get on that and uh, yeah so that's kind of what my day composes of Th this year's kind of different because usually I'd also have like intramural basketball or intramural curling or I'd be trying to go and hang out with friends or go out to eat or try to get caught up on homework and go hang out in the library but this this semester is a little bit different you know I'm trying to trying to be a little bit safe obviously as most people should be um, so yeah COVID times do call for a very different semester, and I think we can all vouch for that. I think every college student in the world could say that. Yeah, sadly. Honestly. How about yourself, Becca? What is your day usually composed of? Well, my day is a little bit different. So I usually start off my day at about 5.30 a.m. That's oh, when... <laughs> early bird gets warm, I suppose. Yes, I am an early bird. Sometimes I wake up at 5.30, sometimes it's more like 6, 6.30. Depends how... How I am feeling that day but I try to wake up at 5 30 a.m. every morning um, and I am a big gym goer so I try to go to the gym in the morning because that's that's kind of like what I prefer to do so I do I live way off campus actually so Keegan lives on campus in the dorms because he's an RA but I have my own apartment on campus I live pretty far off campus and so it is like a, a ten, an eight minute drive to campus so I do wake up at 5.30 and the gym opens at six with COVID times. So I try to be there by six at the gym. I work out for an hour and then I go home, get ready. And I'm like at my desk um, or either I, I split my, with COVID times, I split my time either half at home, half at school. Um, so I'm either at the desk at home or I'm at the desk at school by eight. And for the first two hours of the morning, first two to three hours of the morning, I'm working on my internship at the uh, Energy and Environmental Research Center. So that's what I do with my morning because most of my classes honestly start at like 11 to 1. That's when most of my classes start. And so I have class from like 11 to about 5.30. And then I go home, I make dinner, um, and I like do something enjoyable for like an hour because you kind of just need to decompress, you know? And so then I do something enjoyable for an hour and then I... 
uh, do work for until I go to bed at like 11 basically. That's crazy because you know you get up early and go to the gym but I usually wait until I'm done with classes <laughs> then I'll go to the gym and then I'll go do my homework so yeah, it's a little yeah. bit different but that's I mean go you for getting up that early that's awesome. So what do you do on your weekends Kia? Yeah so my weekends usually compose of uh, hanging out with my co-workers just because I'm an RA so we all live in the dorms and or the residence halls and we all we all kind of hang out together um, obviously trying to be as safe as possible within that aspect but uh, usually trying to work on homework get caught up on some sleep as well as just take the weekend to relax and or try to go out and I sometimes I go home um, sometimes I'm working so you know it really depends specifically for me my freshman year I know that my weekends usually composed of either getting caught up on schoolwork um, or just hanging out with some friends in the residence halls um, going to Wilkerson to go get some food or just you know really just hanging out and having a good time um, it was it's kind of it's kind of I don't want to say carefree but it's kind of laid back but you just gotta make sure you're still caught up on your work as well it's a it, you can't get too far behind on a weekend even yeah no I my my weekends actually kind of look the same so like I I work a lot during the week like the first five days of uh, are the first I work a lot during the week. The five days of the week, I'm constantly working, um, doing all of my schoolwork, making sure I'm caught up because I want the weekends to myself. Like I want the weekends to make sure that I can work on like organization things. Like I'm part of organizations and it's hard to fit those in. So I try to put those in in the weekend, but then I also try to like literally hang out with my friends because I don't see my friends during the week. And so, but during the weekends, yeah, I do like the same stuff. Like I, I spend time with my friends before COVID freshman year, we went to Canada and like we did we did everything that was like we could possibly do in a weekend just because it was time to like have fun basically because we worked so hard during the week but it's also time to catch up too I mean like like during like a right before a big test or something I would study and whatnot but it's it's really nice to have those weekends free so it's really important to work hard during the week yeah so you know I mentioned I mentioned how I was like we're able to set up our own schedules but like how like we how do we do that specifically at UND, how do we set up our own schedules? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can say that all I want, you know, I set, set up my own schedule, but how specifically can I, can I have my own personal touch on my schedule? Yeah, well, we can definitely do that by using Campus Connection, which is UND's... Like overall formatting for school. It, it, has, your, yeah. it has your transcripts on it, it has your schedule setting, it has your schedule, how you set up your schedule, it has your uh, financial charges, it has your financial aid, um, and it has like your self-service. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like your overall background um, outside of your classwork for the, for the university. Yes. And so how you set up your classes is you can actually go in and you select one of the classes that you want, and then you just select all the classes that you want in your schedule for that semester, and then you click generate schedule. And it just get and then it gives you different options for your schedules on, based on the times that the uh, classes are offered and what times work with each class that you have set up. And usually, you know, first year you can get about 23 schedules. Yeah. So it's quite a bit to choose from. You have, you have quite a bit of, an option, of an options. So it's really great because you can add breaks into that. You can add um, when you want to end the day, when you want to start the day. And it's, it's an amazing opportunity to uh, create your own schedule. But 
you, you, you get like 23 schedules your first semester. Once you start getting up to, you know, your junior and senior year, you get about two. The reason that happens is because when you're a freshman, you take a lot of general classes and those have a lot of different class times. And so, for instance, like if you took a chemistry class, chemistry is offered like four times throughout the day, three days a week. And so you're given those different opportunities to take that class as long as it fits in with your different times. And so, as Keegan was saying, it does change because once you get into like the higher mechanical engineers, there's like what, 50 mechanical yeah, engineers? Yeah, we have like 50 or 60. And so then there's only one class offered yeah, exactly. per semester. So that's, that's the only reason why you don't get as much choice when you get up into the higher level classes. But you, your first couple semesters, it's great because, you know, you can choose when you want to wake up instead of having to wake up at 7 o'clock every morning to get to school by 8 o'clock when the school starts at 8.15. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of advisors to also help you set up your, set up your schedule, um, which is amazing because without my advisor, I would not be where I am today. <laughs> yeah, Kiko was telling me about that the other day, actually. Um, just to, to add on to that a little bit more, you are given two advisors within the College of Engineering and Mines. So you're given one general advisor and then you're given one specialized advisor. So for instance, I have a general advisor to help me out with just my general four-year plan. And then I have a specialized advisor within the geology department that helps me out with uh, all of the nitty gritty things of geology and what classes I need to take to become a geophysicist or a geochemist. So that's the purpose of having two advisors. So an advisor knows what classes you should kind of take, but how do you know what classes you should take? This is my favorite part of Campus Connection. Well, it's Campus Connection slash Degree Planner. Um, what it is, is it's a four-year plan generator. And so the University of North Dakota does offer four-year plans for every major uh, on their website that you can find. And so you will have an understanding of what classes you need to take, but sometimes you have to take things at a different time. You know, I don't know anybody with the same four-year plan. You know, it's just not the same because everybody comes in with just different interests, different, uh, some people went to community college, like took a few credits beforehand, you know, things like that. And so you know what classes you need to take, but you're the, four, the degree planner helps you plan out that four-year plan of when you're going to take those classes and how to best take those classes. And the advisors are there to tell you, like, hey, you shouldn't be taking a 300-level class your first semester of freshman year kind of thing, you know? And so UND really is here to help you out to understand how to plan your four years here at UND. Yeah, so you can you can finish in four years basically with any program in the engineering department, uh, which is in the College of Engineering and Mines, which is great because, you know, a lot of people think, well, isn't it going to take me a fifth year to get a mechanical engineering degree? No. UND offers a plan that will hopefully set you up for success to get graduated in four years, a full four years. Yep, yep, it's absolutely true. And um, I can even vouch for that. Um, so this is kind of going into our ending of what it's like to be a freshman year engineer, what it's like to be a freshman, these kind of things. When I started out, um, I actually came to UND as a biology major and I had credits from a, a community college in biology as well from my hometown. And so my whole plan was to become a doctor and all these things. And I took my semester, my first semester as a biologist and I hated every minute of it. And I decided to switch to uh, ge geology. 
And when I did that, I was worried that I couldn't fit my degree in four years, but uh, thankfully, due to, due to some of the actions I made in high school, uh, taking classes and other things, I, was, I am able to finish in four years. And so it is possible to do it, um, even if you switch majors or change your plans or change your ideas, um, sometimes, you know. And, you know, as a freshman, there's plenty of questions about, well, outside of even the engineering program, what does it mean to be a freshman? And we covered some of that uh, in the last week, but I think it's also good to cover what specifically it means to be a freshman. You I live in the residence halls, and the residence halls give you an opportunity to connect with a bunch of people that you live with for eight or nine months of the year. And you go through a lot of different times, you go through cold winters and you go through hot beginning months and, <laughs> yeah. um, and so you make a lot of friends not only through your classes but through the residence halls. So you know if you want to be a part of the engineering LLC that's an amazing experience because you get to connect and live with people who are also inter interested in engineering and you get to take some classes with them as well. And so I think that's also a great thing to look into the engineering living learning community uh, through UND Housing. And there's also a ton of places in the residence halls and on campus to study. Mm -hmm. The library is being renovated. We're building a new union that should be done I... by next fall. I just walked in the library and oh my gosh, it is so bougie in there. Like no joke, it's really nice. It is in really there. nice. They they've done a really good job. And there's a there's a space in the library called the fishbowl. And I haven't it, even been there. It is it is a sound free environment. So if, if you're somebody that cannot study with any noise around you, that is the place to go. It is an amazing place where you can't, like, nobody can play music, nobody can really talk. And, you know, you don't have to go in there if you want, if you don't want to. But it, it's a place for people that really need that solitude and that quiet space to go and study, which is great. Because they're just renovating that as well. They're just finishing that up, I know, within the past couple of weeks. So That sounds like my heaven. Honest. I'm gonna have to go check that out. That's really cool. I haven't checked out. I just kind of like walked in there to drop up, drop off a book, and I was like, "Wow, it's amazing in here." So to to really wrap it all together, I thought it would be a good idea to end with both of us talking about our personal experiences with the CEM, like our favorite parts, the hardest parts, and the best advice we could give to an incoming freshman or maybe even a transfer student. Yeah. So if we're gonna talk about our favorite parts of College of Engineering Minds and Campus and UND in total, I think mine is definitely going to be the fact that there are so many opportunities to get hands-on organi through organizations and labs that, you know, you get, to, you get to really get down to business when it comes to working with your hands because I'm somebody that loves to work with my hands as well as, you know, work on numbers because engineering is both sides of the aspect. You have to do numbers, but you also have to be able to work with your hands and understand what it means to actually design and build uh, different things. So I think that's my favorite experience is just being able to get into the labs and work on a project with the team and see that project come together and work. Uh, that's, that's all really great stuff. I totally agree with you, 100%. But I would have to say that my favorite part of, especially the College of Engineering and Mines, uh, is the professors. To be 110% honest, like I love every professor on this campus so much because they are just all genuinely really nice, really amazing people that do look out for you and they do want the best for their students. And so um, I've had almost every geology professor uh, so far and I just love all of them so much. And I've had multiple engineering professors and they're also so great. 
So I'd, I'd say that that's my favorite part. So, you know, everything can be all sunshine and happiness <laughs> uh, at the University of North Dakota College of Engineering and Mines. But if you had to pick, you know, let's say a low part of those high parts, what would you say is your hardest part about the College of Engineering and Mines? The hardest part? Oh, definitely the introductory classes. Um, you know, almost every person except like, uh, almost every major I know basically has to take like chemistry. And honestly, chemistry whooped my butt. It really did. And statics uh, was tough. And you, all of the beginning introductory classes to be an engineer are tough. You know, it's real, but they're doable. Well, and the thing is, when you look back on it, you're like, that wasn't actually <laughs> yeah. that hard. But it's, it's your first experience with, yeah. with a college class. And it, it's, it's almost like a shell shock coming out of high school. It's yeah. like, wow, these are a lot more different, or these are a lot different than what I'm used to. And so it's just getting that understanding and getting used to the classes, I think is the hardest part when it comes to that. That's why those introductory courses seem so difficult. Yeah. Because you're just not used to it, you know? I'm Like the classes that, we, that we're taking now in our third year, are, I bet you are way harder. Yeah. They don't seem like it though, because we're, we're used to the like the style of the classes and how, how we're supposed to, and the kind of type of work that we need to put in. And so I think that's just something that, you know, you, you come in not really prepared for, but you just kind of learn, you know, it's you get thrown right into the fire and, you know, strength through fire, I suppose. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's actually really true. Thinking about how tough my classes are now and thinking about how much I regret, you know, thinking those beginning classes were tough, you know? <laughs> so, um, just to end it, What's your best advice to, to the listener? Oh, I, I have plenty of advice for, yeah. for many people either transferring in or coming in as a, as a freshman out of college or out of high school, excuse me. And I think the biggest advice that I can give is work hard, but enjoy it while you're here because you before you know it, I mean, I literally f remember the first day that I walked into Worked, walked onto campus and moved into the residence halls. And now I'd seen, now I'm already my first through my first semester of my third year, and I don't even know where the time went. So, I, I think I think that's my best advice: is work hard but enjoy it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, on an ending piece, I would say that my best advice is uh, time management. It's really hard to like learn time management, uh, especially for me. Like, is in high school, like everything was kind of easy in high school, so I just did my homework and then went and did whatever I want, but it's not really the same in college. And so um, I guess my biggest piece of advice is, I don't know if UND offers a time management class. My stepmom always said, when I was in college, I took a time management class and it helped so much, but I don't know if UND offers that. My stepmom was in college in like the eighties. So, <laughs> but I, I would highly suggest, you know, maybe watching like a Ted talk on it or something. I don't know. I had yeah. to learn it the tough way. Yeah, definitely. I think time management is a big aspect that I also think makes your introductory classes most difficult because yeah. because you don't know how to manage your time quite right when it comes to the college standpoint because you're just so used to what it used to be like in high school and so I think I think that's also something that would be a great help is that time management aspect for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So thank you so much for listening to our College of Engineering and Minds podcast today. Yeah, and I guess we'll catch you next week, huh? We'll catch you next week.